thank you so much for being here today. We're super excited to get to interview you. I would love if you could introduce yourself. Uh, thank you for having me so much, Courtney. Uh, my name is Joanne Keeter. I've been writing uh, full-time for about five, six years now, and I have 14 books out, uh, numerous short stories. Uh, I have a, a series that's just uh, just available online. It's, it's bite-sized mysteries. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you. Um, I would love you could tell us what your books are about. Okay, so I have uh, so the this online series is a, a, obviously a mystery. I have two other mystery series. That's the Piney Falls Mysteries, and that takes place in a, in a made up town in in uh, on the Oregon coast. A woman comes from Chicago, thinking she's just visiting on vacation, and she ends up embroiled in a century old mystery. So she stays and and uh, forms her family of choice, and that's that series. And then I have another uh, mystery series set on the coast, and that's um, the, uh, oh, the uh, darn a blank here, Oceanberry Blues is the first one. So the Charming Mysteries. Charming Mysteries um, are start with a, a woman who's a retiree, and she brings her husband to um, Charming for treatment. And when they arrive, there's no, the doctor has disappeared. So she teams up with a paranormal investigator and they go on the hunt for the doctor and then continue solving mysteries. So that's that that uh, series. And then my other series, which was the first one that I started with, is um, takes place in a fictional town in Iowa. And it's a young girl who is forced to leave her family farm and move uh, 12 hours away to a really tiny little uh, town that's got a lot of strange things happening and strange people. And she, in that the course of that, remembers back to things that happened to her. And she's able to put that together along with the mystery going on in uh, Sandy Salts. And, and it's not a mystery. It's more of a, a women's fiction family saga. But so there's four books in that series and they all take place in Iowa. Love that. What inspired you to write your books? So, um, I've been a I've been a writer my entire life. Uh, I started writing s- stories and giving them out for Christmas gifts when I was little. Uh, they'd always have a ton of kids and um, women with big poofy dresses, and you can tell I was in- inspired by Disney. Um, but I always said, no, you know, I'm just not I'm not a writer. I'm just not I'm not smart enough for that, and I don't. There's I just can't do that. And so I was 12 years old. I wrote picked out on a typewriter with my pointer fingers and wrote a wrote a novel about a 12-year-old girl who becomes president. And her vice president was this char- sort of Charlie Chaplin-esque person. And um, uh, well, gosh, that took me my all of my fifth or sixth grade year, I think. Um, still in my head, not a writer. This is just, you know, you're doing this for fun. And through the course of my adult years, um, I had some challenges and I ended up uh, teaching piano lessons, which I love the kids, but I absolutely hated teaching piano lessons. Uh, you know, the the phrase, those who can't do, and that was that was me. I couldn't, so I taught. Um, so I went back to school when I was 35 and got a degree. I call it a degree in nothing uh, because it was interdisciplinary studies. And I, I took all the classes I could from where I lived in Nebraska so that I didn't have to travel. And when I ended up with all these credits at the end, they they looked at me and said, what's your degree in? And I said, I don't know. I just took whatever came to town. So I call it a degree in nothing. But anyway, so I continued on, got my master's degree in creative writing and as a part of that uh, degree, I um, I wrote a uh, 
novella that a publisher picked up and was published. <clears throat> so again, I'm saying to myself, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm just not smart enough for this. And we ended up moving across country from Nebraska to um, Washington state. And at that point, um, I, my world just fell apart. I couldn't find a job. It was at the beginning of the recession and my, I couldn't make friends. It, there was no sun here. And so I went into this really serious depression and there were days when um, I would sit in my closet and I wouldn't want to leave. Um, and I would tell myself, well, when the sun comes out, um, I'll, I'll go out. Well, I don't know if you, if you've ever been on the West coast, then, you know, um, you can be months without sun. So that was several years. And then my husband, um, was out hiking one day in the woods and had a massive heart attack and he had to be life flighted in, <clears throat> excuse me. And his heart stopped six times and they, they were able to bring him back, but they said, we don't know, you know, what kind of brain function he's going to have. And so I was sitting beside his bed and listening to the machines that were keeping him alive. And all of a sudden it comes to me and I hear this voice in my head saying, if you're not going to be a writer now, when are you going to do it? This is it. Because, you know, you don't know when you're, when your time is up, I, I could be me tomorrow with these, all these things hooked up to me. So during his recovery, that's when I wrote my first full length novel, the story of Kila. And still, I said, that's just it, one and done. But something in me just pulled me to keep going, and I haven't stopped since. So I'm at 14 novels now. I've got a lot more in me, and I, I'm I'm going to keep going as long as I have the energy and the um, enthusiasm to do it. Oh, that, that's so amazing. When you were writing your books, who were you thinking of when it comes to who they are for? I think my audience, I started out kind of young because Keela is a, is a young woman in her 20s, just finding her way in the world. So I thought, well, people in their 20s. But then I started discovering that, that older women enjoy them as well. So I think because all of my stories have a strong female lead, really anybody, anybody that appreciates women would enjoy these, these stories. Amazing. And I know you touched on this with your amazing story, but how long have you been writing and what made you really sit down and start? Uh, so, so, you know, as I said, about five years, uh, seriously, like no distractions. And when I started out writing the story of Kila, I would go to a coffee shop and I would, I would kind of putz around and, oh, what are people doing next to me? What kind of things are they talking about? And, and it was a bit of a challenge. And I, you know, maybe an hour was all that I wrote there. So uh, it was the, um, it was with the help of the pandemic, actually, that um, really got me focused. And I couldn't go to the coffee shops, obviously, and my husband uh, is on disability. So he he's here all the time. And so my kids got me a little one person tent. And I took it in the backyard and that's, I just wrote all day. And uh, this year I'm, I'm kind of a wimp. I'm just, I'm back to the coffee shops, but I love having that tent and I love what it did for me. So amazing. What is your schedule like when you are writing a book? So I am writing a book every, every day, 20, you know, every 365 days of the year. So I get up, I exercise because that really helps my my creative energy. Um, and then I will either go to a coffee shop 
for the rest of the day, or I will write at home. I do find I have better creative energy when I'm in a coffee shop. And plus I don't have the distractions of that you have at home. You know, the, my husband and the door and the, you know, whatever the, the laundry is calling my name. Um, so that's usually what I do. And then after dinner, sometimes I will work on marketing things because I find that if I do thinking things like, oh, I have to come up with this or this or this, um, my brain will not shut down. So I have to be done with writing by like 6, 630. Love that. What do you need in your writing space to help you stay focused? Hmm, that's a good question. Probably just, uh, well, you know, there, there's a real buzz in a coffee shop, the right, the right coffee shop, not one that's just, you know, people next to you talking really loud, but I think that's that's what I need. That's what keeps me focused is because they're I'm feeding off their energy. So that's what I'm going to say. Love it. What is your favorite writing snack or drink? Oh, uh, I love, love, love iced tea. So when there's a, a place that I go, Mondays is my most creative day for whatever reason. And there's a coffee shop that I go to that uh, I get like a big, um, what is it, 24 ounce iced tea and, and they mix it, a black tea and a peppermint tea together and they steep it and then put it over ice. And I get, I have two of those. So I get my fluids in. So tea, I love tea all day long, every day. What type of books do you personally enjoy reading? I love stories, again, that have a, a strong woman, strong female lead. I like quirky characters. Um, they can be, I like bi biographies, but as far as fiction goes, um, just, just a story that, uh, somebody perseveres and they come out on the other end, a, a better person. Are there any books or authors that inspired you to become a writer? My favorite author st starting out was, uh, Fanny Flagg. Um, I don't know, you might, you may be too young to remember uh, Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. It was a movie. And uh, I started after I watched that movie and loved it. I started reading all of her books. And, and that's sort of the first book, the story of Keela. The characters are patterned after her kind of quirky um, small town people. What type of books did you grow up reading? Did you have an all time favorite? Well, I read everything and I'm going to make a confession to you right now. And, and this is not something that I want children to do. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a good thing, but I read so much that I would bring books to school and put them inside my, my books that I was supposed to be reading. And so that's why I don't know math. Um, but I was reading, um, Let's see. I read a lot of Stephen King, believe it or not, when I was in fourth, fifth grade. I loved all the Nancy Drew books and the, um, I guess, Trixie Belden. Um, trying to think. Well, Little House on the Prairie. That was, I loved those books. Um, yeah, those were my my biggies. Love that. On the other side of that, what are your favorite series or authors now as an adult that if something comes out, you're going to grab it? Okay. I, I really like, uh, Amy Tan. She does the Joy Luck Club, uh, Barbara Kingsolver. Um, she's got, um, a lot of great books. And the thing that I have learned from her writing style is she really researches her, her 
scenes and her characters because um, she has a book where somebody is a training engineer, which my husband was. And I read that and I thought, oh my gosh, did, was she an engineer? No, she just researched. It. And so, so that taught me, you really have to, if you're going to, you know, give somebody a profession, you know, you better darn well know what that profession entails. Love that. What would you tell someone just starting out with reading again? With reading? Hmm. Well, I have some books on audio, which is kind of how I do my reading now. And sometimes that's just better for people because you can do it when you're when you're moving around. We're kind of a society now where we don't like to sit down and focus on something unless it's electronic. So um, maybe maybe reading something on your computer or a Kindle if you have it. Um, yeah, and just say I, I'm just gonna you know read a chapter and see where that goes. Don't 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 become overwhelmed by oh this book is like 300 pages. Read a chapter, see how it goes. If you have to skip to the end and and just say this is how it, I, this is what I you know, this is how I read this book. That's okay. There's no right or wrong. On the other side of that, what would you tell someone just starting to write their own book? I would say also the same thing. It can be overwhelming. So just little snippets at a time. And the best thing you can do for yourself is to start out with uh, a, a nice layer of information. So start out and one day you write, just write all that you know about the location of your of your book. And then another day, write everything you know about your main character and keep going as, as long as you can. And then when you actually start writing your book, you've got reference material. So, um, and if you have to, you know, just if you have, you know, kids and life and you just don't have time, just, just make yourself a little day-by-day calendar. So, Today I'm writing, you know, as much as I can, as my time permits about my my little environment. And then when you're done with that, leave yourself a little note and just know that tomorrow I'm going to do whatever, finish this or or start on a character so that you can just dig right in and and work for as long as you have. Amazing. Love that. What is one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you? Hmm. Maybe that. I don't have to think anymore that characters just come to me. They're just there. And, and I, it's where it used to be something I really thought hard about and gosh, I have to find a perfect name. And now it's just like, it's in my head. I wake up in the morning and there it is. I'm grateful for that. Is there anything you would like to say or add? I just want to say, I hope people will give me a chance because I think you will find these characters are, are entertaining and um, they all have heart. They all have a, have created their own families of choice and um, they are, they are there for you. So I hope that you will, you'll read them and enjoy them. And um, there's many more to come. Amazing. Where's the best place for readers to find your book? I know some readers love signed copies. Is that an option and the best place to connect with you? Uh, you can find my books on Amazon. Um, you can also find them on my website, which is joannekeder.com. Um, I am so open to signing books. So I've got stacks of books here. Um, so you can email me at Joanne at jketerauthor.com. And I'm happy to, you know, make an exchange and, and I will 
sign books and send them to you. No problem at all. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We're so grateful we got to interview you. We'll be sure to drop those links and information in the show notes so everyone can find you. And again, thank you so much. Thank you, Courtney. I really appreciate you giving me the time to tell my story.